I'm going to start off the podcast by giving you a good, good um, blender bottle ASMR. Uh, Shiloh got me this bad boy for Christmas, uh, and it sounds uh, like a tiny little blender in a bottle, and it's really good for mixing up my cardamom. It's probably for protein shakes and boys who are healthy. Luckily, I'm not one of them. Uh, and the bottom lights up. It has a cute little strobe effect. It's really delightful. Uh, just thought since uh, I, I reignited my tradition of giving you guys ASMR of whatever I'm drinking last week uh, with my Red Bull addiction, I thought that I would go ahead and uh, uh, cue you in on uh, my my new favorite bottle. That is such. How you doing, Micah? That is such bourgeois trash. I got it for Christmas. It was a gift. I didn't think I could justify buying it for myself. So luckily, my partner did it. I really wanted to, but it. W- I was like, "This just shake it in a fucking mason jar, you piece of shit!" Like it had been on my wish list for like a year and a half, and finally someone got it for me because I knew I was like, "This is so annoying." <laughs> I was like, this is a very annoying thing for me to own. And now, rather than use mason jars when this is dirty, I will hand wash this. Rather than use a fucking mason jar now. Even though I'm definitely going into more labor by by hand washing this than I would be just shaking a mason jar. But I swear to God, it's going to get you the smoothest juice you've ever had in your goddamn life. It's great. A mason jar cannot compare. My original excuse was that I just had top surgery, so I couldn't really put, I couldn't do that much with my arms. Oh. Uh, now I'm just lazy and I like smooth juice, so. Lazy and you like smooth juice. Put that on your tombstone. Smooth juice makes it sound like I'm like depulping orange juice or something. Which, to be fair, I do prefer smooth orange juice as well. What's your stance on smooth juice, Micah? Is that our daily question? <laughs> What's my stance on smooth juice? I like, I like pulp. I li- Ew, I- what? I like a I like a I like a fruit juice that I can chew. Uh, I really hate that. Uh, well, you're I wrong. Take that. Okay, so I I wasn't really going to go so far as to tell you that you're um, like wrong for having your opinion. I was just going to discuss why I disagree. But now you've already gone ahead and decided that it's better for me to not want to have to like I, that. I'm the dumb one for not wanting to <laughs> chew my fucking liquids. First off. I wanted I wanted drink I didn't want stew so fuck you first of all second of all every person I've ever met who says that they like pulp has no explanation other than I like to chew my drinks which is the most viscerally upsetting sentence I've ever heard and it keeps being thrust upon me against my will and I feel like all the pulp drinkers had a little a little meeting had a little collective where they decided that this would be the universal response no one's given me a good reason yet how about this by leaving the pulp in, it increases the amount of fiber in it, so it helps you get your daily fiber. Aren't you already like a chronic shitter because you got IBS? Isn't more fiber bad for you? I mean, arguably. Okay, mixed chronic shitter. <laughs> okay, new argument from Micah. Pulp makes you shit, and that is a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, sometimes I just want to make sure that I'll keep shit my brains out. You know, hmm. don't want to fall down on the job there. I've got a reputation to maintain. If, if those pipes get stopped up, you don't know where it's going to go. That'll kill you. That, that is what will take you out. <laughs> See, my, 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 um, my pulp fiber equivalent is just, it's just coffee. That, I don't even know if that has fiber so much. It's just it absolutely clears my fucking guts out every morning. Uh, breakfast doesn't stay in me. You'd think I'd stop drinking coffee. I haven't stopped yet. Um, yesterday I went to the coffee shop because I was sad. I don't remember why I was sad, which I guess is good. Oh, no, I do remember why I was sad. Because my landlord did some negligence. Because, like, of course, of course they did. I'll talk about that later, though. Okay. Um, we need to have a section titled, like, uh, This is Praxis or, like, Commie Moments with Micah and Stevie. Um but uh, I was sad because of my landlord, and so I went to the coffee shop, and I got me a latte, and I got Shiloh a tea, and then I got me a bonus cold brew. Just in case I needed two to get me through the day, um, I didn't. A latte was enough shitting for the day. Um, but then, this morning, I was making breakfast, and I found my secret coffee, my secret cold brew, and I was like, ooh, wow, yay, yay, yay. Um, and then I forgot how uh, just how bad uh, cold brew is for me. I actually don't like it at all in terms of what it does to my body. Uh, it just makes my heart beat fast, and... Um, <laughs> just as bad shit to my butt. So I should really just stop with the cold brew already and just stick to lattes. Or just stop it's, with the caffeine in general, because it sounds like, you know, the anxiousness plus the caffeine is what's left no, your guts, which is what happens to me, which is why I don't drink that much coffee. 
to be fair, I don't get the anxiety aspect whenever I just drink lattes. Like, the problem for me is that cold brew is just so much more caffeinated, and I, I probably should not... I probably should not drink cold brew. Um, also, do, so do a latte have, every now and then is good. Do you get milk in your coffee or cold brew? Yeah. You might Wait. also be lactose intolerant because it happens when you become an adult. Wait a fucking minute. So what you should Wait do <laughs> is try your coffee with some kind of milk alternative and then see if you still shit your brains out. Okay. I feel like I still remember that happening whenever I tried it before, but now I'm like, does it happen when I eat ice cream or like pizza? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I just drink coffee every day, so I'll never know. I don't have like a control group. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might be right on that one. I now kind of understand why people who are lactose intolerant, like there's like that meme online of people who are lactose intolerant are the one group of people with an allergy who do not give a fuck about having that allergy. Like they're like they're like yeah I'll shit my spine out and then I'll go back to my normal daily daily schedule and I never thought I was part of that group but now I'm realizing that I do that every single day and just kind of just kind of rinse and repeat the next day I feel a little bit like Sisyphus gross um I really hope that I'm not lactose intolerant but to be fair I already would have been lactose intolerant and it wasn't really affecting me that badly anyway so I guess nothing about my life will change nothing about my lifestyle is going to change if I find out I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> Could cut back on dairy, not shit yourself as much. I mean, you know, just throwing out suggestions here. Listen, are there any severe drawbacks of ha being a consistent shitter? I mean, not that I know. I mean, you, you could become dehydrated and, and, and die that way because you're shitting so much. That that well, I drink That's what dysentery <sighs> is. That's what kills people. I drink a lot of water and I shit maybe once or twice a day. If I'm unlucky. So I'm probably fine. <laughs> this is a great cold open. I have... Okay, I'm not going to expose her name. I have a friend who has a baby. Would not slash could not question mark shit. The idea was just... She just didn't like it as a baby. And just wouldn't. And so, like, her parents were very concerned. And they just had to make that happen for her. And massage her little tummy. And she still doesn't like shitting. And so I'm like, it could be way worse for me. You know, I feel like that is way more of a hassle. And then you're on the extreme opposite end. Like I would give my right fucking arm to never shit again. Um, no, I was actually just thinking about how I'm so glad I don't have a kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that for a kid. If my kid doesn't want to shit. Fine. I guess my kid's never going to shit. They will live with the consequences. Right, like you don't want to have to, like, massage their stomach multiple times a day to make that happen. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Fuck them kids. What are they, what are they doing? Like, 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 squeezing the kid like a tube of toothpaste? Uh, the idea is that they have to, like, stimulate... Stim the, the idea is that they have to, like, stimulate the intestines. So they just have to, like, massage her little tummy like a, like a cat baking bread on your blankets. Like, what? <laughs> what? And apparently that worked. I don't know. Apparently that worked. Okay. I'm glad it worked out for them. I, the I'm still not having pulp, kids. I, no, I, I I would not blame you on that even a little bit. Uh, I did not have the orange juice pulp shit question on my list of daily questions, but I guess we got it. You know, unfortunately, we got a good nine and a half minutes of content out of the shit out of the shit conversation. So this is good podcast. I sure am glad this is the free one that most of our base is going to listen to. <laughs> I love how you kept using the word shit so many times in that sentence, like. <laughs> Come on, bust out a thesaurus. Poop. Caca. Stinky eh. turds. Eh. You know? Feces. That's worse. Feces. That is, that is way worse. Now you're just adding syllables to <laughs> Feces. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings. Uh, one of whom really enjoys a nice pulpy juice. The other one is wrong. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and I don't really appreciate this slander as far as how much pulp I like in my juice, but we've already had this discussion. You shit your brains out and probably have IBS because you can't stop drinking pulpy orange juice, and I'm probably lactose intolerant because I can't stop drinking cold brew. We all have our faults. Luckily, mine are better than yours. <laughs> I haven't been smoking tobacco. Proud of you. But I have been smoking hempettes. 
Love. Love it. Which I'm smoking enough of them, chain smoking them, in fact, <laughs> that uh, I'm kind of deliriously tired. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I mean, that is what it's for, I suppose. Yeah. So, again, like like one of the previous episodes, feeling a bit kicky. Bit kicky. Listen, I'm going to be real with you. I I am still not entirely sure what you meant by kicky the last time. I thought it meant angry, but based on what you're saying, like or like pissy, based on what you're saying this time, it sounds like you're feeling sleepy and chill, which I thought was the opposite of kicky. Just feeling weird. Huh. Kicky makes it sound like you're feeling a little pissy, like you're going to pick a fight with someone. Oh. Which I was a big fan of the word in that context. I've never heard anybody use it before. I felt like you just made it up. But that podcast episode, you were feeling kind of pissy, so I just figured. <laughs> yeah. Kicky. In American English, it means fashionable, stylish, or stimulating slash exciting. So I feel a bit excited. I feel a bit weird. That's not the same thing. Excited excited and weird is not the same thing. I don't know about you, but I speak the Queen's English, and uh, kicky means something different over the pond. Okay, so what's it mean over the pond? Ki- it means little pissy. I just told you what it means. Like I was, like I was listening. <laughs> We're so antagonistic up front on this one. I love. <laughs> uh, usually, you're the more antagonistic one, but I decided I'm taking your crown. It's my turn. Yeah, it's a little disconcerting. I'm on defense today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my it's my turn now. Because that's why. Because I'm feeling kicky. That's why. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep interpreting it as pissy. So. I mean, you, 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 can, you can do that, and you'll be wrong. But, um, yeah. I have a little headache, because I was, I was laying down right before this, and I got up really fucking fast. No, I, see. I say right before this. It was about 45 minutes ago, and I'm still recovering. <laughs> you got up from your I nap too fast, and you have a headache now. Yeah. Could be the Omicron. Ah, I don't leave my house, though. That would be dumb if it got in my house. It seemed to start right after I got up too quick off the bed, so I'm hoping that my body is just weak and not that I have the plague. Well, we'll see, I suppose. I did have a dream earlier today. Uh, I did have a dream earlier today that I was I was napping in the middle of the day. In my dream, I dreamed that I woke up and that Shiloh felt my forehead and was like, oh no, you feel very warm. Let me get you the thermometer. Um, and then they put the thermometer in my mouth and I was like cross-eyed trying to read it and it was like 100, 102, 104, 105. And then I uh, fell asleep again in my dream. And then when I woke up again in my dream, the thermometer was gone and I was like, did it fall? Where'd it go? And then Shiloh came out of the bathroom holding it and was like, okay, well, your temperature looks okay. And I'm like, hey, it was 105. Are you sure? Um, and then I fell back asleep. And then I woke up to Shiloh actually in here. And I was like, hey, did you did you take my temperature earlier? And they were like, no, I was, I was on cue. I was doing my job over on my side of the house. And I was like, oh, well, that's more than I was doing. I guess I don't have 105 degree fever. Uh, now I have a headache, so maybe that was a little bit of prophecy. In retrospect, hmm. Could have been. So speaking of no clue, ah, that's a horrible segue. Uh, got any news for me? Yeah, we'll go with that. It's time for the news. First blizzard warnings in four years in effect as East Coast braces for powerful nor'easter. Hey, didn't we just have a whole nor'easter thing? Yeah, well, this one is a whole different thing. How is this the first blizzard warning, then? Uh, because this one's bringing over two feet of snow. Ah, that's really bad. And, like, that's not good. a day. And it affects uh, cities from Virginia all the way up to Maine. East coast, east coast. Wait, we're closer to the east coast. Yeah, that's why it's going to be so cold this weekend for us. Oh. It's getting down to the 20s. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, you didn't know Holy that. Holy fuck. Uh, that it was going to be cold this weekend? No, I didn't really pay attention. Although, um, me and Shiloh's body temperature has just been really weird lately. Both of us tend to... I tend to run hot. They tend to run cold. So normally we can't really agree what temperature the house should be. Um, but this week they've been running very, very hot. So we keep turning on the AC like right before bed because we've been doing stuff all day and then we wake up fucking freezing because oh you know the temperature drops overnight which is how it works um so thanks for the reminder to not fucking do that this weekend yeah in fact leave your 
leave at least one of your faucets dripping slightly so your pipes don't freeze. Like that's the level of cold we're expecting. Oh, I'll talk about I'll talk about our water pipes later. I have a That's what my landlord's negligence was. Our water bill had been exorbitantly high for the past few months, so we said, Hey landlord, please fix this and that was on December twelfth. And then two days ago, on January on January 26th, they they said, okay, it's all fixed, it's all fixed. Um, and then I checked our our utilities bill, and it's it's over it's five hundred dollars. Jesus. Um, yeah, um, because they fucking lied, uh, and when they said the maintenance request was completed, that is when they started coming out to actually work on it, and they didn't warn us uh, for like two or three days in a row when they were going to be just shutting the water off in the middle of the day. We both work from home, so that was very cool and convenient. So that was great, so they weren't warning us, and yesterday I went out, like, I felt kind of bad, but I got onto the guys, I was like, hey, can you actually let us know next time you're going to turn the water off? Like, that's just common sense. And he was like, okay. And I was like, I'm going to kick you in the head, you dumbass. Um, but now, now, uh, our water pressure is all fucked up, and all the faucets are running at half capacity, um, but they didn't come back today. So I'm starting to think, maybe they were, quote-unquote, done with all the repairs. Is this done? I mean, if the faucets are literally not able to run at full capacity, I guess that'll lower our fucking water bill. So. So. I... I would super super love if you guys would subscribe to our Patreon so I can so I can pay my utilities bill uh, and sue my landlord. Thank you and good night. How about them blizzards, huh? <laughs> yeah. So 65 million people are under uh, weather alert, winter weather alerts as of sunrise Friday. That's a lot of people. Right now it's looking like uh, the snow is going to start tonight, like right now, Friday night. Oh shit. Okay. And is going to intensify through the weekend until finally on, like, Sunday afternoon, it'll be off the coast of Maine. Is it looking like it's going to hit, like, our town, or are we just going to be getting it being very cold? We're just getting very cold. Okay, I figured we weren't close enough to the East Coast for all that. Like, if we're lucky, we might see some sleet, but we're just, it's just going to be cold. Okay. I was going to say it's fun because that's a big deal for our town, but also it's going to be very fucking horrible for everybody else in the East Coast, so uh, I will resist. Yeah, it's basically looking like uh, temperatures uh, are going to be dropping this weekend. I guess that's good and bad depending on which part of the part of the East Coast you live in. Hey, you know what else has been dropping this weekend? Oh my god, what else has been dropping this weekend, Mike? There was a bridge collapse this morning. Uh, oh my god, that's a bad segue. That's really insensitive. <laughs> It is kind of insensitive, because it dropped a city bus into a Pittsburgh ravine. Jesus. Only four people were injured. Nobody died. It's okay. Okay. That was was really funny. But in Pittsburgh, a 50-year-old bridge collapsed uh, early Friday, requiring rescuers to rappel down nearly 150 feet and form a human chain to reach the occupants of a bus that had plummeted with the span into the park ravine. Ooh, that's scary. The collapse came hours before President Joe Biden was set to visit the city to promote his infrastructure law. (laughs) Which has earmarked about $1.6 billion for Pennsylvania bridge maintenance. Fuck you, old man. You didn't come soon enough. Jesus. And here's the thing. Let's see if I can find it. I'm actually scrolling real fast to see if I can find it. Uh, that bridge had been reported for needing repairs uh, three years ago. Oh my god. And if I can find the picture, damn it, I thought I had... Driving over bridges already makes me kind of nervous, so the idea that, like, like the way I always... Excuse me. The way I always reassure myself is, well, it was built to not collapse. Was it? Like... Well, it was built to not collapse for X number of decades, but... Right. Originally, when all of of our infrastructure is at least 50 years old. Oh, God, that is so fucking old. Yeah, like, like we haven't exactly been uh, repairing shit as needed. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't find it. Yeah. I can't find a picture of it. Uh, Basically, it showed one giant uh, steel girder had rusted entirely through and snapped. Oh, my God. Three years ago. And they just never fixed it. And then today it collapses into the ravine. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I get the feeling we'll be seeing more of that shit. 
we probably will if they don't actually, you know, do infrastructure repairs like they're supposed to. Yeah. Also, that infrastructure bill was originally something like $3 trillion. They shaved it down to $1.6. Okay. I feel like we kind of needed all that $3 trillion. Yeah, I don't have a good concept of numbers, but trillion is a lot. Yes, trillion is a lot. Trillion's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, God. I really hate... I really hate thinking about numbers. Uh, there is no... There are no trillionaires yet. That's how much it is. Jesus. Billionaire is already bad enough. We can't let them get to trillionaire. We can't. I agree. That terrifies me. That really terrifies me. Um, yeah. See, the problem is that my little pea brain is like... Well, I think one trillion's pretty good, but like, I don't know how much it costs to repair a fucking bridge. I don't know, so we probably do need the three trillion for like the whole country, though. How many how many bridges do we have in America? Like, all right, let's see what Google says. Like, how that's obviously also going to go to like many roads and shit, and like the interstate and the highways, etc., and the freeways. And I definitely know the difference between interstates, highways, and freeways. Uh, so there's 617,000 bridges across the U.S. That's a lot of bridges. And currently, 42% of them are at least 50 years old. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. 7.5% of the nation's bridges are considered structurally deficient, meaning they are in poor condition. Oh, God. That's a, that's, oof, that's a lot of bridges that are doing very badly. Yeah, how many bridges in Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh's got 732 bridges on its own. Oh, my God. Yes, that's a lot of bridges for one city. Yeah, because we have 617,000 in the country, and then 700 in one city, and 700 is pretty close to 1,000, and that's 717. That's a lot of bridges for one city. I don't know how big Pittsburgh is. That's pretty big. Sorry, I have to kind of work through the fractions in my head in order for it to make sense to me. I don't like talking about the numbers. Well, here's another number. It looks like the actual number of bridges in poor condition is 44,000 in the U.S. Oh, my God. That's so much worse. Yeah. See, 7% sounds like a, like a very little amount. But then, but then you realize how much is 7% of 617,000, and it gets a little worse, doesn't it? Jinkies. Speaking of things that just get a little worse. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Pandemic? You will ne- No, it's not pandemic. Climate change? N- no. You will never guess this. Capitalism? Oh. Okay, proceed. Uh, Sean Penn, in a recent interview... You know who Sean Penn is, right? The actor? No. Well, he's, he's an actor. Okay. Uh, men have become... Did he say shitty... I thought he said shitty stuff about women. Men have become quite feminized with cowardly <laughs> genetics leading them to wear skirts. <laughs> Our men are being forcibly feminized. <laughs> the two-time Oscar winner generated headlines earlier this month after telling one newspaper, I am in the club that believes that the men in American culture have become widely feminized. I don't think that being a brute or having insensitivity or disrespect for women is anything to do with masculinity or ever did. But I don't think that in order to be fair to women, we should become them. I should note something about Sean Penn. Yeah. In the 90s, he dated uh, Madonna. They broke up after he tied her to a chair and beat the shit out of her. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll pr- that'll ruin a relationship. All right. Jesus Christ. Of course, it's like the fucking abuser who's like... Mm, I'm worried about what other men are doing. Girly, worry about yourself first, please. Mm-hmm. Please worry about yourself first. I, I don't think you, of all people, are the expert on the relationship between men and women. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, uh, Sean Penn? Kind of a piece of trash. Can we get some femboy in a skirt to peg him already? Like, let's just, like, get, just relax a little. Like, just fucking chill out. God. Well, you know who doesn't need to chill out? Who doesn't need to chill out and get pegged? Nicolas Cage. Oh, Nicolas Cage does need to get pegged. Nicolas Cage has announced uh, breaking news. He's a goth. Yes! Fuck! Yes! I love this guy. The actor also says that his pet crow, Hoogan, likes to call him profanities when he leaves the room. 
Of course he has a pet crow. That little fucking freak. I love this guy. Ahead of his lead role as Dracula in the forthcoming Chris McKay horror feature Renfield, actor Nicolas Cage has proclaimed himself a goth, commencing his campaign to prove he can play the most famous vampire of all time. That is so fucking cute. He was like, you guys didn't believe in me, so I'm going to go full-blown method acting. Look, I brought a crow. I taught the crow to cuss. Fuck you. My crow also says, fuck you. I'm Nicolas Cage. I love it. I love it. Hold on. Let me see Let me t- Let me. me see a picture. I don't think that's a modern picture. Hold on. Does he have any, pr- does he have any proof of being goth yet? Uh, uh, just based on this interview. There's no pictures of him as a goth. Okay, first off, prove it. Second off, um... I love him. He just declares. <laughs> Nicholas Cage proclaims, I am a goth. Okay, well, I would like to see the proof of the pudding, but proceed. Well, the proof is, is the crow, because Hugin, the crow, might see through mm-hmm. goth, Cage's goth persona, however, as he's been calling him an ass every time he leaves the room. <laughs> he has taken to calling me names. It's comical, at least it is to me, Cage says of his loving pet. When I leave the room, he'll say, Bye! And then go as I go, he'll say, ass. <laughs> Crows are very intelligent, and I like their appearance. The Edgar Allan Poe aspect. I like the goth aspect. I am a goth. <laughs> I can hear that in his dumb voice. I love that so, so, so much. He said, my crow knows I'm a poser, but I keep him around. He's good for a laugh. We're just buddies now. I'm a goth. You know what? I don't. Th- you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of a doubt. I don't think that Nicolas Cage is a poser. I think he's truly goth in his heart, and he is just gothing it up. I I do believe that. I think that he is fully genuine in what he is saying. I'm certain that he at least fully believes he's goth, and I think that's what matters. Yeah, and I I, I would like to welcome him to the coven, as it were, <laughs> and say, uh, you know, Mr. Cage, good on you. Here's a pack of clove cigarettes. Go stand in the corner and dance to the Cure forcibly feminizing Nicolas Cage. Speaking of The Cure, uh, The Cure are finishing up three new albums right now. Oh, I thought this was going to be about COVID. Hey, uh, I've definitely listened to The Cure before. I'm trying to think, because the problem is the only thing I can think of is a, another song that references The Cure. It was a popular audio on TikTok for all. I was like, listen to The Cure, listen to The Cure, listen to The Cure, and then I cry. I don't think those are the actual words. Um, but da na 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 Anyway, all the TikTok kids will know what I'm talking about. It was popular, like, I don't know, last year, year before. I don't have a good concept of time. Uh, but that's all I know about The Cure, is that they were referenced in another song. I can see that you're pulling something up on YouTube for me. Yes, like, I am. I, I am pulling it up for you on YouTube right now. I'm sharing my screen. Okay. A forest remastered version from the album, 17 Seconds. Kind of a slow intro. Vibes already. And then what's this? Is this ringing a bell? Do you do you recognize it yet? No, give me a minute. Okay. We're still in the intro. Sounds cool. I like it. When do they start singing? Skip ahead to that. This is a long song. The voice is very familiar. I'm certain I have at least a couple. There's songs like on playlists on Spotify, but this specific song is not ringing a bell somehow. Okay, well, how about this? Disintegration. Like, this is one of their more famous singles. Oh, they did Friday I'm in Love and Boys Don't Cry. Yes. Yeah. They like really long songs. Yeah, they seem to. Fucking vibes, dude. These look. F- these are These are fun. I'm looking at uh, other albums and stuff. Um, but yeah, I do at least know their top two songs on Spotify. Cheers. <laughs> Wait, close to me. Close to me. Which one is that? Uh, speaking of Hold Spotify, on. you should delete Spotify. Why? Uh, because they're sticking with Joe Rogan, who is actively spouting anti-vax stuff now. God damn it. Like, that it's all he talks me. about is anti-vax shit. Oof. Isn't... Is, don't they, like, actively sponsor him? Yeah, they paid him $100 million to, uh... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. I wish that surprised me. They're gonna do whatever gets them the most fucking money. That's that's insane. Which is why so people are dele- which is why people are deleting Spotify to force them to drop Rogan. Yeah, I might as well cancel my premium at the moment. Oh God, what else do I go to? In fact, oh, that guess- actually leads to our uh, next headline, which I wasn't able to refine, but I was looking for. 
Uh, So many people tried to cancel their Spotify accounts over the past day or so that Spotify had to shut down their uh, customer support. Holy shit. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead and cancel. And... uh, that is fucking potent. Holy fuck. Uh, easy way to do it if you aren't able to cancel outright, you can just delete your payment info from your profile. That's smart. That just won't go through, huh? Bingo. That's smart as hell. So, yeah, that's been the... Uh, Jesus. That's been <laughs> you the know news. How you, can, you know how you can look on Twitter and type in a topic and it'll tell you how many tweets... Uh, with that phrase or word and it have been in the last hour. Usually, if something is trending, you'll get like 100 in the last hour. This has 7,000 plus in the last hour alone. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess I'll convert to Apple Music. Or just do the Ugh. Google YouTube uh, YouTube music. YouTube music is a thing, too. That's a whole other app. Yeah, it's what I subscribe to, and it also gets me uh, commercial-free YouTube. That is true. I do have YouTube Premium. And I did have Google, uh, what was it? Google Play Music for a while. I did have that as well. Yeah. So you then you still have YouTube Music. Isn't is YouTube Music a whole different app, or am I just dumb? It's a whole different app. Oh. You can go to music.youtube.com. It's also a whole separate app you can download that does it. Yeah. This is riveting content, um, by the way. Yeah, this is good. I'm just sort of figuring out my alternatives because I have over a hundred playlists on Spotify. <laughs> This has been my my one music source for the past uh, despite the fact uh, seven years. Despite the fact, I've been encouraging you to to go to something else because Spotify pays artists so little actual money. I briefly I briefly converted to Google Play Music, but the interface was so unpleasant that I ditched. <sighs> also, Spotify, I just like like the way their playlists function more because then they like they have the the make a radio out of this playlist or out of this song thing. It'll just show you a bunch of similar shit, which I haven't really been able to get elsewhere. Um, I'm hoping that YouTube will be better about it since usually YouTube is good at recommending similar content. So I'm hoping that that'll kind of carry over to their music algorithms. Yeah, kind of. It, it is basically the same. It is basically the same algorithm as YouTube. In fact, it's pretty. It plays a lot of the music videos that you see on YouTube on it also. Mm. It's it's kind of like YouTube with a different skin. Okay, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Because I was wondering just how different it would end up being anyway. Turns out not that much different. Uh, I also discovered that I am about to be making, uh, well, at least in the last uh, week or so of my YouTube channel being monetized, I have made... One dollar and eighty-five cents. So that's fun. That's really good. That is fun. Um, you can you can buy a whole, a whole, a whole candy bar. No, I can't because candy's expensive now. I can't really buy anything yet. Can you buy like a pack of Tic Tacs? Those are like fifty cents. I don't know that they're fifty cents, but maybe I go to the Dollar Tree. I might have some luck at Dollar Tree. Maybe, but I know they're charging more than a dollar now. But I do have an extra eighty-five cents, so I think I'd be okay if I got something from the Dollar Tree. See, there you go. I just got a little... Yeah. Uh, I've also made, uh, from the creator fund over at TikTok, uh, about 50 bucks on my new account, um, but I won't be able to access that until, I don't know, fucking two months from now, because the way they operate their payment shit is really stupid. You can't access this month's money at all. It's stupid, which is why I literally lost the equivalent of, like, a full paycheck whenever my last account got banned. Um, yeah, that's true. Which I'm still actively working against. Yeah, it's like getting fired from a job and then your employer just keeps your paycheck. That's not how that works. Uh, but it is over on TikTok because they hate their creators. They hate the people who keeps their business afloat. It's capital. Hate them more than anything in the whole Stevie. world. Yeah, it's capitalism. Yeah, I'm a little bit tired of it. Between getting fucked over by my landlord and huge corporations, um, I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling pretty downtrodden right about now. Kind of uh, over this capitalism thing? I'm just a little bit over this whole capitalism thing. Um, you know what helps me cheer up when I'm feeling downtrodden by capitalism? What, Stevie? What helps you cheer up whenever you're feeling downtrodden on your capitalism? A good little quiz. A good silly little quiz. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Okay. So, Micah, are, so wh- are you ready? To- no, go ahead. No, you. <laughs> 
So oh my yeah, God. are you ready? You're to- gonna- are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to hang up the Discord call and unsync my audio intentionally, and you're going to have to figure it out later. So, Micah. Yeah? Are you ready to find out what type of dad you are based on what you wear to the barbecue? Uh, what kind of dad I am? Yes. Sure. Good. Because I, I, I would force you to find out anyway. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome to the barbecue. I'm a first. Fem. Did you come? Dad in sort of a, a, a like a title and position idea. Dad's in this case, at least as far as Tumblr goes, is less of a gendered thing and more of a vibe. You know what I mean? You don't, but you will after taking this quiz, I hope. Hi there. Welcome to the barbecue. First, did you come with anyone? Yes, I brought my kids. Yes, I brought the whole family. Yes, I brought my partner. The kids are at their friend's house. Yes, I brought my partner. We have no kids. Or no, it's just me. It, you, you forgot to share your screen, which makes this a lot easier for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured. Hold on. Eh, there we go. Because you also tend to just shoot right through. I talk very fast. Did I come with anyone? No, it's just me. Okay. Damn, you're not even bringing your wife? Nope. It's just me. Shit. Great. Come take a seat. What top did you come in? A fun shirt, a polo shirt, a dress shirt, or an old t-shirt? I'm going to go with a dress shirt. Okay. Oh, or no shirt was an option. Do you, do you want to change your option? Do you want to change your answer? No, no. Dress shirt. That works for me. Yeah. Okay. What about bottoms? Regular old jeans, khakis, fancy pants, sweats, or jorts? You know what? I'm going to say jorts, just to mix it up a bit. (laughs) A dress shirt and jorts. What a fucking vibe. Let's see those shoes. Sports shoes, expensive shoes, way too expensive shoes, comfy shoes, or no shoes, or you take them off as soon as you arrive. Comfy shoes. Comfy shoes. So I'm wearing comfy shoes, jorts, and a dress shirt. And a long sleeve dress shirt. Uh, do you wear glasses? Yes. Uh, what about sunglasses? Yeah. How do you accessorize? A nice tie, fanny pack, cardigan, nothing, or all of the above at the same time? All of the above at the same time. <laughs> You're like, I'm mad that Stevie's making me take a, g- a gender quiz, so I'm going to fuck up the answers as much as possible. Uh, you're Lastly, on to me. <laughs> Lastly, what did you bring for the barbecue? Steak, I couldn't decide on one thing, so I brought a bunch of smaller stuff. Bag of plain chips I got in the way. Lasagna, something vegan, or salad? I'm going to say something vegan. Okay. You're not vegan, are you? No. You're just spicing it up. All right, let's see those results. Oh, your result is the menace. Congratulations, you're the guy everyone hates. You go through the trash, yell all the time, and for some reason, never seem to be able to wear proper clothes. You make everyone uncomfortable, eat all the food, and you didn't even bring anything good. I'm glad your wife left you and took the kids. Get out of here. <laughs> why do you keep Why do you keep picking these quizzes that personally attack me? <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't have been personally attacked if you'd answered the fucking quiz properly. Listen, I'll speed through it real quick, just so people can get an idea. Uh, I brought my partner. We have no kids. Uh, I wear a fun shirt. I wear jorts. I'm wearing comfy shoes. Uh, I don't wear glasses. I did wear sunglasses. I accessorized with a fanny pack. And I brought a bunch of smaller stuff. I'm a cool dad. Congratulations, you're the cool dad. You're everybody's favorite guy. You dress a little funny, but always brightens the atmosphere, and you always make sure everyone's having a good time. You keep in mind anyone's food preferences and allergies whenever you bring something. Go you. So maybe the problem isn't the quiz, but your fucking attitude, Micah. Did you ever consider that? No, I think no, it's the quiz. because you only think about yourself. <laughs> I think it's the quiz. I think the quiz was unable to accurately catch my vibe. Yeah, you said that you wanted to wear all of the above accessories at the same time. And who doesn't? I feel like most people, the idea is that it's a barbecue. It's going to be in the summer. No one's wearing a cardigan and a tie and a fanny pack and nothing all at the same time. I mean, come on. Also, I saw Cowards a aren't wearing bar. that. Brave people. Kendall. Brave people. Trendsetters. They are. Yeah, this is why you're the one going through the trash. <laughs> 
I saw something come by on the on the ticker tape, and I'm waiting for that trending quiz to pop back up. I also can't remember what it was, so I can't Google it. I'll just know it when I see it. I'm just waiting. Oh my god, I have 69 notifications on Tumblr. Haha, <laughs> nice. That was a short quiz, so I'm going to subject you to another one once the cool one pops up. Once the cool one pops up. The cool one whose name you did not catch. Yeah, you just got to give me a minute. I don't even know if it's actually cool. I just like the title. It was another vague one that you're probably going to hate. Oh... I'm also going to open that one. Spend a day as an idol and I'll tell you what your company assigned for Sona would be. That one just sounds fun. These, some of these are just safe for later. Uh, which Winx character are you? No, not you. Oh, that reminds me about uh, Fursonas. Yeah. Fox News is freaking out. <laughs> about furries and claiming that schools are lowering dining room tables in the lunchroom so that kids can eat like dogs and also setting up litter boxes for them to shit in. That's, that sounds like a shit post that someone on Fox and Friends took very seriously. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> that is absolutely, obviously, clearly not true. And that is the funniest thing I have ever fucking heard, that they are legitimately concerned about this. <laughs> wow. These people could not, like, they couldn't find enough shit to be scared about, so they had to just, like, make something up. There weren't even any real fucking problems. They just bullshat their way through it's it. It's because they're the most uh, comfortable people with comfortable lives. Yeah, so now they have to come for the furries. Listen. Oh! If we... Speaking of comfortable people with comfortable lives, uh, I found out a fun statistic today. Okay. Most terrorists come from the upper middle class. I wish that surprised me even a little bit. That is that is not even a tiny bit surprising to me. And I mean, I don't just mean like white supremacist terrorists that we have issues with in the U.S. I mean like ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Wait, for real? Yeah. Well, now I want like a study on that. It was from a study. I just don't remember the name of the study. Oh. Well, I would like it if you do find it. Because I kind of figured that that makes sense as far as like white supremacist piece of sh pieces of shit in the Americas and like that kind of stuff and like it always seems like all the school shooters are just like shitty little white teenagers who, are, who just have bad attitudes and aren't 4chan or whatever and like I guess I didn't figure that was universal but I figured it certainly was an American thing we haven't actually taken the factory assigned gender one we took the sequel babe wake up new genders dropped uh, but the one that I was looking for uh, was this quiz. Answer some unoriginal questions and I'll assign you a slightly off guy to fix. And the quiz intro just says he's just some guy, except kind of weird. So you're going to be given a guy who's kind of weird and your task would be to fix him. So you're giving me homework here? No. I don't think you understand. It's a hypothetical. So I hype you're not actually going to you're not actually going to have to fix the guy. But the idea is that you would have to if you did know him. Okay. Okay, so describe what love means to you. <laughs> okay, all right. We're starting off bold and brave. All right. Uh, devotion. I'm not wasting my time thinking about it. I wouldn't know. I don't really want to know. Mutual obsession. If it doesn't end in murder-suicide, I don't want it. Doing whatever doing whatever possible to make the other person happy. Being there through the good and the bad. A general caring for their well-being. Or guilt. A general caring for their well-being. Yeah, that tracks. Pick a domestic couple scenario you'd be able to do if he were normal. Oh, so the idea is that this is someone that you're interested in. It's like having to, like, fix the guy you're dating oh, kind of deal. Oh, like, I could fix him, that kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Trying to figure out how to make a movie in a dark movie theater. That's cute. Uh, sneaking off to an empty room at a party together. Doting over each other while sick. Sneaking candid photos of each other because the moment is just too perfect. Just holding each other or any sort of physical closeness at all. Uh, studying together for whatever big test is coming up and realizing your focus is even worse around him. Sunday drives to good music as you stare off into the beautiful sky, comforting each other while crying or otherwise, trying to get along with his friends even though they're loud and obnoxious, or anything involving the scenario of living together. Anything involving the scenario of living together. Okay. Why do you want to fix him? I don't want to fix him because I accept him as he is. He's hurting others. He's hurting himself. 
to keep him out of trouble. I'm the only one who can. I just want to help him. He needs someone to take care of him. He needs to heal. I don't want to fix him because I want to join in his... <laughs> I don't want to fix him because I want to join him in his insanity. Or I can make him worse. I can make him worse. Saw that one coming from a mile away. <laughs> Your goal seems to be to get the worst possible option in the U quiz and then complain about it afterwards. Hey, I'm just trying to make this entertaining for our dear listeners. Oh, it's excellent. It's great. But again, that is why you're the one going through the trash of the barbecue. What's your best attribute? I don't think I have one. Obviously everything. Understanding. Caring. Humor. Intellect. Compassionate. My looks. Unique. Or whatever he wants it to be. Obviously everything. That's on brand. I love. Ooh, what's your worst attribute? Clingy, self-indulgent, antisocial, hold grudges, lack of morality, lack of empathy, meek, depressed, short temper, or I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it's driving everyone away. My answer is obviously everything. That's not an option here. I know it's not. I'm just saying it should okay, be. Okay, so uh, depressed? Should I just put depressed? <laughs> yeah, let's do depressed. Yeah, that tracks. Oh, describe your ideal guy. Uh, I don't like guys. Doesn't matter to me. Outspoken, eccentric, kind of all over the place. A little aggressive, protective, desperate. Party animal, sweet, down for anything. Cool, funny, just some guy. Needy, soft-spoken, shy. Smart, bashful, sensitive. Worrying, introverted, devoted. Or honest, caring, and deep. Uh, let's go with cool, funny, just some guy. Just some guy. Pick some music. I hate this shit. Don't make me do this. Uh, your music taste sucks. Uh, first option, Joy Division, The Church. Second option, Nine Inch Nails, The Smashing Pumpkins. Next option, Deftones, My Bloody Valentine. Next option, I haven't heard of any of this. Next one is some pretentious shit you've never heard. Next one is The Beatles, The Rolling Stones. Uh, next one is I only listen to music that makes me go insane. And the last one is I listen to mainstream music to fit in. Oh, uh, let's go with Joy Division, The Church, etc. Uh, I don't know what those are, but I figured some gothy or alt shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's early 80s gothy type shit. That's great. I like how... I like how they could have just put genres, but instead just went by vibes. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> Pick some movies. Uh, first one. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Truman Show. Oh, that's just, like, Existential Crisis, the movie. Next one. Halloween or Child's Play. Next one. <laughs> Your movies suck, too. Next one. Pulp Fiction, Fight Club, etc. That's male manipulator movies. Next one is The Social Network, The Theory of Everything. Um, that's STEM major thinks he's smart movies. Next one is Coraline, The Iron Giant. This is child at heart, but also likes horror movies, but also too much of a wimp to actually watch horror movies. Uh, also, you like Tim Burton. Next one is Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, etc. Uh, you're an 80s buff. Period. That's it. Nothing else. Next one is Her, Drive, etc. You do a lot of pining. Uh, the next one is Rebel Without a Cause, Grease. That's just, like... Y- <sighs> That, that's like the, I was born in the wrong decade movie, but like the person saying that is definitely white and they're like pretending that racism never happened. Um, and the last one is some pretentious shit you've never seen. I like adding my own descriptions to these because I'm always right. You know what? In defiance of you, Stevie, I'm going to pick Pulp Fiction, Fight Club, etc. You're a piece of shit and I'm going to put some pretentious shit you've never seen. I've seen the movies you show me. I'm taking executive control here. I'm on this end of the computer. You can't do anything about it. I'm clicking pretentious shit unless you give me an actual option. Okay, fine. We'll go with pretentious shit. Good. You made me watch Akira and it's very confusing. <laughs> That's not pretentious. It's a, it's, a, it's a well-known classic, just maybe not among your age range. Yeah, pretentious shit. I loved it, though. Don't get me wrong. Last question. Pick a decade. See what I said about the decade shit? 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, or the 50s. I like how they went in order and then just popped back down to the 50s. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know, uh, 80s. I figured 80s or 90s. Um, I don't care about fill-in-the-blank questions. Oh, you got Edward Scissorhands. This movie actually made me so mad. Please let this motherfucker know that life isn't eternal alienation. <laughs> that that feels good. I feel like you could maybe fix him. Or I feel like you just kind of, like, join him in the house and just, like, vibe. You know? Yeah, probably just vibe. 
I'm not even saying that's a bad thing, but I, I certainly think you would vibe. I probably need to fill out a little bit more time. Listen, you know I've got more quizzes, you know I've got would-you-rathers, but I see you holding that goddamn big-ass <laughs> Miss Manners book. Do we have a... What's the Miss Manners drop? Do we have, like, the little reading an article drop? Unfortunately, we do not. Oh, I think... I feel like every time it happens... Like, we keep talking about having a, a, like, reading corner drop. Oh, if we could do a reading rainbow-inspired, like little drop that'd be so cute this is an excerpt from uh the miss manners guide for the turn of the millennium okay okay and i really should come up with a drop for this but i uh, i just have to have the energy to actually do it and come up with something you know what? i should do a drop to i should do a drop to this and make it sound like orgy well uh, I said that it should be reading rainbow inspired because I feel I've, it's like a little reading corner because we just read some article, you know, Not, or like literature class. That's fair. I think we should call it reading corner. Uh, I think it could be orgy inspired, but I insist that we call it reading corner. Call it reading quarter. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll see what I can do. But uh, reading from this excerpt, uh, this one's called "Annoyance in the Workplace: The Office oh. Philanderer." Oh, okay. Dear Miss Manners, my employee, a friend, and also a most productive salesman is having an affair, unbeknownst to his <gasps> wife and four children, with another on the way. <gasps> my secretary is aware of his philandering since she must take messages and proffer excuses to clients and family. <gasps> oh, no. She is very distraught and allows her angry feelings to show. This is also a frustrating situation for me. Without firing either person, how should I deal with this delicate subject? Oh. So, uh, what what would you do, Stevie? I'd snitch. Pfft, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably snitch. I, like, already, like, but I feel like I'd snitch in a way where I was like, oh, oh my god, you didn't know that he was out today. I, he said he was going out with so-and-so. I thought that was just a friend. And then the wife is like, bat, bat, bitch. And then just kind of figures it from there. So I could have plausible deniability, but also ruin his shit because it's what he deserves. Well, let's see what Miss Manners uh, says that the reader should do. Gentle reader, whose problem are you planning to deal with? Your secretary's or the salesman's wife? Miss Manners mm -hmm. suggests choosing the former. In your capacity as boss, you may, and in fact should, rule that no employee be required to perform any personal service for any other, especially one mm. so morally distasteful as lying. Your secretary should confine herself to saying that the salesman is out of the office and, if queried, that she doesn't know where he is, as she should make it her business not to know where he is off philandering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The salesman should be told firmly to keep his personal affairs, as it were, out of the office. Since he is also a friend, you are obviously tempted to also deal with the personal problem. Miss Manners advises you to not do so overtly, either by confronting the man or by informing his wife. The reason that this man is philandering is not that no one has troubled to point out to him that there is anything wrong with it. That is just a clunky, wordly worded sentence. That is a, that is a weird, that's a badly worded sentence. Nor is it helpful to a woman pregnant with her fifth child to be informed that the others find her in a position that they would expect her to consider intolerable. Yeah. So it's saying don't tell the wife. That's true. That, it, it's really hard because, like, because uh, it's like I don't know if she's the kind of person who would rather not know. If you wish to show your disapproval, withdraw your friendship while maintaining the formal business relationship. It is no more cutting to show that you consider a cad not worth your friendship than it is to express disapproval in terms that will be interrupted as that will be interpreted as envious. Oh, true. So yeah, that's that's her. That's Miss Manners' response. Uh, don't don't get involved. Let it run its course. It's not your business. That's, that's hard because she does point out like he's not fucking around because he doesn't know it's morally bad, like. Ah, 
That is a really tricky situation. And he's also a personal friend, and it's unclear if they were personal friends before they were in business together, because if they were already personal friends, that implies that she would also be familiar with the wife. So she's also friends with the wife. I feel like she'd, she'd probably feel a certain amount of duty in that regard as well. Ugh, that's so messy. That's really messy. What would you do? I, I, I would tell the wife. Just like that? Yeah. She needs to know. That's fair. If the dude's sleeping around, I'm... he might bring in an STD. No, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I feel so bad. When, when was that book released? Like the 90s? 1980s. 80s. Okay. Yeah, I suppose it's not at a point where, like, she, it, it would be seen as bad if she divorced him, you know? Yeah, not 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 nearly as scandalous as previous uh, generations would have it. Yeah, and I don't think that it's at a point where, like, it would be seen as her fault if that happened kind of deal. Or, like, she shouldn't divorce him. She should just, like, keep it quiet. Like, family affairs are family affairs. When, like, the point is that he did not keep it in the family and it was an affair. Jinkies. That poor woman. I hope that all got sorted out. I hope someone snitched on him. Well, it's been 40 years, so I guess we'll never really know. Maybe he's just dead by now. Assuming they were, well, they could have been, like, 20s when they, oh my god, he could still be alive. He could still be alive. Could still be a philanderer. I'm gonna hunt that man down. I'm gonna ruin his life. With no information <laughs> to go on. None whatsoever. No, just just a 40-year-old mention in an old Miss Manners book. Miss Manners neglected to give me the information I needed, so first I'm gonna have to hunt down Miss Manners. Assuming it's a single woman and not a bunch of women working under a pen name, or a bunch of people working under a pen well, name. Well, Judith Martin is who Miss Manners is. That's the author. Oh, confirmed? Yeah, she's the author of the book, Judith Martin. Oh, okay. Whether or not she's still alive, I have no idea, actually. I would be interested to see how her content would adapt to, like, a new way of living. I mean, technology obviously has gotten, like, way more advanced, way more insane, and a lot of new etiquette has arisen with it. You know what I mean? And, like, culture's just evolved so much since then. So I would be interested to see, like, did Miss Manners keep up with with the shit? Miss Manners, what is your feelings on twerking? Uh, I feel like she would probably generally call it um, distasteful or at least inappropriate in certain contexts. Does she die? No, because all of these are about, like, uh, informing people of an unexpected death. Great aunt's friend asks for gifts back after her death. Expressing sympathy need not be complicated. Okay, wait, hold on. As recently as January 4th on uexpress.com, so that's where Miss Manners is being posted now. As recently as January 4th of 2022, Miss Manners is still in operation. Holy shit. She is 83 years old. She's 83. She's got her little profile picture. She looks prim and proper. She has on, like, a, a high-necked... It's, like, not a collared button shirt. I've never seen one like this. It's, like, high-necked and has buttons straight down. It's, like, this gorgeous light shade of blue. She's got her makeup. Her hair is done up. Done up. She's looking great. I love it. So it says that Miss Manners is by Judith Martin, Nicholas Ivor Martin, and Jacobina Martin. So I guess it's studied in the family. So maybe it is actually run by some of the, the, the children now. I guess. At least in conjunction with them. Well, that's cool. What does you express for? Oh, it also has Dear Abby. Is Dear Abby still... Isn't Dear Abby the same deal as Miss Manners? Uh, similar uh, similar to it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you express seems to have a lot of, like, bloggy shit and columns and stuff. Well, that's nifty. So if you still want to keep up with Miss Manners, I suppose you can. What's the latest? Was that the latest one? Oh my god, remember how I was talking about technology and having to keep up with this shit? The latest one, the headline is, Repaying friends who were scammed via my email account. She has had to keep up with the technology. Oh man. <laughs> Dear Miss Manners, my email was hacked. Some of my loving, trusting, generous, and also naive friends were tricked into sending money to scammers because they thought they were helping me. I'm grateful to have such friends, but naturally I feel rotten about this. Everybody tells me that I'm not to blame, even the ones who were defrauded, but I still feel guilty and responsible. My etiquette problem is that part of the scam was the promise of repayment. That will not happen. My friends may not be able to afford losing the money they thought they were simply loaning to me on a short-term basis. As it happens, though technically not responsible, I can't
can help and am anxious to. How do I go about it in a delicate and sensitive way? They may have their pride. This is such a tender, concerned, caring friend. This poor person. Oh. Gentle reader. Become exceedingly generous whenever you can, bestowing presents upon these generous people. That should quell any issues of pride. But if they question your generosity, Miss Manners suggests you tell them, let's just say this is from me and the prince, quote-unquote, who scammed you. That's cute. My friends would just be out of luck, to be honest. Yeah, I think that the the... Like, the kicker here is that the writer said that they can help, and they want to. So, they're in a position financially to where they could, but Jesus Christ, if that happened to me, I'd be like, dude, you're a shit out of luck. And if any people my age get scammed by somebody pretending like, to pretending to... And if anybody my age was scammed by someone pretending to be me and my email, come on. <laughs> At that point, it's just a lesson to be learned that the universe was sending you. That is not on me. Also true. I like that this is still going. It seems like she's kept up with the times. It's, it seems to be pretty much wholly apolitical. I mean, the most political it's going to get is somebody saying, someone I'm friends with it won't, won't stop bringing up political views. It makes me uncomfortable. And she'll talk about how to divert the conversation, but not really express anything in particular. She's truly like an unbiased partisan opinion, I suppose. I wonder if Miss Manners would dare be a communist in today's day and age. I doubt it. Oh. You know she's all about that red, squir- that red scare secretly. You have no basis for saying that. The fact that she is apolitical. If you're apolitical, you're choosing the side of the oppressor. I do not know if she actually is apolitical or if she takes on the stance of, of being apolitical for her job. Still, I don't know. if she's apolitical, she's taking the side of the oppressor. I personally think she's that not she a would comrade. think the whole... I personally think that Miss Manners would say that the House of Un-American Activities was pretty rude. <laughs> That that whole ordeal going off of baseless assumptions and blacklisting people is a pretty bad breach of etiquette, in my opinion. Downright gauche, even. (laughs) She would say McCarthyism is a little bit embarrassing. It's a little bit outdated. It's a little bit tacky. Maybe reconsider your tactics. It's a bad look. Some might consider it distasteful. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So I think we have enough for an episode. Yeah, we're probably good. Uh, so I guess that brings us to the end. Uh, Stevie, where can people find you? You can find all my shit over on StevieB.com. That is StevieBEA.com. I am on TikTok and Twitch under the username Stevie underscore B. Uh, on StevieB.com slash GenderSwap, uh, you can find all of our links like to our Patreon, and you can also find a complete list of all of the quizzes we do in Quiz Takers. Micah, where can the good people find you? Uh, the good people can find me over at Bandcamp at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. That's where you can find all my music. Do you have a Twitter account? No, I do not, as far as anyone's concerned. You used to plug that, so I feel like if they go back like five episodes, they'll they'll still be able to get... Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to make it easy for them. They have to go back and listen to older episodes. <laughs> so this is a fun little scavenger hunt for you new listeners. <laughs> Tweet at gender underscore swap underscore pod if you're able to discover what Micah's, what Micah's Twitter handle is. It'll be a real kicker. This is the worst. This is the worst treasure hunt in the world. All they get is you retweeting commie shit. That's a good prize. I mean, I, I didn't say it was going to be worthwhile. Ah, that's fair. I did. My mistake. Yeah, but speaking of things that actually are worthwhile, we have a Patreon where for a mere $3 per month, you get bonus content. You get twice as many episodes to listen to. So instead of listening to us once every two weeks, you get an episode every week. You sure do? Hold on, let me do some math. I know I said I wasn't good at math earlier, but hold on, let me do it. Hold on. $3, let's say. For a mere point zero two five cents per minute. Per minute? Get that, yeah, so I did the math. If we're releasing two extra episodes per per month and they're paying $3, so then that's 
so then that is one f so that's a dollar and fifty cents per episode and then I decided well if we do about 60 minutes per episode and then I kind of went from there so you're basically paying point zero two five cents per minute which I think sounds good I'm not sure it's really affordable though. I think it sounds confusing to be honest well, I was trying to make it sound like a steal, but $3 isn't a lot of money, so... If you want to help me pay back my landlord and help Micah start, I don't know, a garden? Hemp farm? Sativa? Whatever you're on right now. I don't know. Go to our Patreon. I was thinking Salvia, not Sativa. Actually, I was gonna say, if you're gonna help me pay for anything, it'd be my meds. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, shitty intern. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we <laughs> we both would love you go to Patreon for Micah's... For... For Micah's brain and my house. Exactly. <laughs> or not, you know, you could just listen to the free ones and wonder what could have been what you're missing out on. <laughs> if you go on our website, you can see what quizzes we did, but you'll never get the real experience of hearing us talk about it. You'll never Doesn't that make you feel like a doesn't that make you feel like a dirty freeloader? Hmm. Not to mention you won't get the nuanced of uh, our responses, which often the tangents that we run off on during the quiz itself. You won't know. Or you can just imagine Micah being very contrary, and you will get the same experience. No, sometimes I'm very, I'm very, uh... Sometimes you're accommodating. Yeah, I'm very accommodating. Sometimes I'm very, uh, tired. So, you know, <laughs> different every if time. If you want to see, if you want to hear the few times Micah is too weak to fight back, subscribe to our <laughs> Patreon. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I think that basically covers all of our bases, so, uh, bye. Bye.